Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, a.k.a. Cash Flow. We back at it, baby. What's going on, Prez? Hey, nothing, mister. I don't know shit. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good with you. Hey man, I'm 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 excited to get your opinion on what we're about to discuss this week, man. Uh, you know, I'm gonna see the the hypocrisy on yeah, full yeah. display. Oh yeah, yeah, it's coming. Display it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. The, the, the setbacks. <laughs> and if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we are gonna get straight to it. We gonna we gonna we gonna cut through the pleasantries, prayers. But what are we here for? Hey, cash for the new people who ain't heard of us, don't know what we do. I'm speaking. Guess what? Yeah. No, no. Guess what? <laughs> they, they just gotta listen this week. Nah, we, we, we cutting it out. This, this, this is for the this is for the uh, long time listeners. This is for what everybody coming for. This is mid year review. We about to go over uh, cash. You want to explain how we're gonna do it uh, for this time frame? Yeah, man. It's uh the music that we discuss is from December to May, December of twenty one to May of twenty two. We have. Uh, discussed this amongst each other for years and years, and there's no way a December album can make an end of year list. Therefore, we've our year is from February to November. Uh, no, sorry, Jan, uh, what is it? December Did to December. November, and uh, that's how the cycle will flow. So the mid year review will be December to May. Super, super simple. We're gonna talk about some rap albums. We're gonna talk about some independent artists. And we did a quarterly review because there's so much music that comes out nowadays. We just doing that to kind of keep ourselves honest and, and make sure we track and stuff because there's just so much that comes out. But, you know, the mid-year review, some things have shuffled. Uh, I, I would highly <laughs> encourage I would highly encourage you to go back and check out uh, how passionate we were during our quarterly review and what things changed, what things made it onto our, our list that didn't that wasn't on our previous list. So, you know, you can really not call out the hypocrisies, but just really kind of how over time things grow on you. You know what I mean? As far as the music goes. So man, without further ado, man, where, where, where do you want to start? Perez, you want to get into the the rap albums from people that, that are, you know, well-established or do you want to get into the independent artists? You saying well-established. I don't look at it that way. These are my top 10 albums. That I all right, to. all right. I may throw some people up in there that the people ain't heard of. Whatever. If I listen at them and, and I feel like they deserve to be there, I'm going to put them there. That's, they, that's, they that's what I like to, to hear, so, man. Yeah, same uh, same here, same here. I know we're going to do a, a, a indie uh, top five, too. I mean, that'd be further to put on. But, I mean, if, if I feel like some artists are really competing on the other level, I'm going to go ahead and put them where they need to be. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get it started, Cash. All Number right, 10. We, you want to go first or I want to go? Want to flip a coin? How are we going to do it? Uh, yeah, man. Um, you should, yeah, I mean, I, you can go. You can go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's okay. I'm the challenger. <laughs> I'm the challenger. <laughs> no challenge. No, this ain't a battle no more. This ain't a battle no more unless you want it to be. <laughs> then I'll switch up my 10. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Number 10, man, number 10. And this is a big fall off from uh, where we're standing on my uh, mid-year, but it's still making that top 10 list because it's still in the rotation heavy. Uh, Yo Gotti, CM10, free game, right? This was a double disc, man, uh, 22 songs. Uh, I felt like he, he it's supposed to be his last album. Uh, he, I know he's handling his business on his label side and everything, uh, but 
he had some great songs on here, man. And and I just feel like fully encapsulated like everything that he's about. Uh he started addressing some of the rumors with uh him and him and uh trying to think about Dolph. Yeah, him him and Dolph. Uh so yeah, the, the, with them coming at him about, you know, somebody's trying to associate his name with the murder of young Dolph, and he's kind of saying like, nah, he was never like that on that. So uh yeah, man, this this album, man, was full of like some of those like the back part where I started off last time uh, on the first one. It had a bunch of those like kind of soulful type of mixes or reminiscence of uh, a la uh, heat makers type type songs on there. Really was feeling those, man. It was a nice little mix, a lunch, bunch of storytelling on there, man. So, yeah, I, I just felt everything about this album was good, stayed in rotation on the on the. Throughout the year, I would say if I was leading you towards some songs, it would be uh, Shrapped in Calabasas, Palm Trees in Memphis, uh, Giving Back, Forever Balling, Crypto for the Record, Last Run, Free Game, Rap Check. It's a lot of songs, man. He, <laughs> it kept you on, kept your attention on this, man. Had some features on here, man. You had the feature with Kodak Black. Cash? Oh, that's kind of where I leave it, man. What, what, what's your thoughts on the Yo Gotti? Yo, I rock, I rock with that project a lot, man. Um, he he didn't make my list necessarily. Like I said, it's twenty two. It's twenty two songs, and um, I probably took like half of that album, you know, and did kind of what you did with the Kendrick album. But that half that I took, and that half, uh, it's more than half. It's probably like fourteen joints that I have on the out of the twenty two. That's a you know pretty fourteen for twenty two is a pretty damn good average when you really think about it. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, but I got a graded on what it is you know what i mean and it's it's 22 songs so i was about to, you know a few that i didn't like but even those that i didn't really like or gravitate to if i'm rocking out and i'm letting it ride i'm not mad at those songs either you know what i mean there's like some songs that you could just let ride out and um i, I really enjoyed the album it's it was in my decision list as i went through different uh albums so um this is yeah, like you said, that soulful vibe. Like I love that man. It's heat makers with like a little bit of a southern bounce to it. And I think Gotti is just talking like how I would want rappers to talk at his age, like from his perspective and things that he's been through over the course. And he's always talked that 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 you know cocaine talk, that drug talk, you know, on, on a southern level. But I mean, it's it's a worldwide level to me. Like he just he's just saying things that I can relate to. At you know, I'm pretty sure we're about close in age. You know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, I rock he, with that perspective. He spoke on like how you know how you kind of put people on to you know putting Drake and all them uh, Nikki. I think he mentioned on there as well. Uh, then yeah, you like had to said, slide like, through Memphis and you had to you know uh, I, I don't know how who God he is in the city or anything like that. But like you know yeah, just because people surpass you in terms of their popularity or or their career, you can't forget where you you still came through certain areas to where, you know what I mean? Uh, you saw certain people blow up and it's good to see that. Uh, I could imagine that if I was your Gotti and, uh, you know, putting them in position to be great and then they pay you back tenfold, you know, when you get them on features and stuff like that. So it, it comes back around when you're a solid person. So, um, the, yeah, the stuff with Dolph, man, unfortunate that, uh, his name was put in that. I don't know, you know, I don't really get into street shit because I don't know I'm not in Memphis and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, rest in peace at Dolph. But like, I, I like how he said a lot without really saying anything. 
on the project. And that was on Thinking Hours and uh, the song where he was like kind of mentioning, you know, putting the people on, uh, Drake and all them. That was a uh, rap check. And then uh, I like Collect Calls on here too. Man, the, the, those are when it got into the trap heavy it's, type songs. It's uh, one song on there that I just want to give you my love. I forgot that song. I I just want to give it come on like that. And then mm-hmm. I was in a, he just starts with that little stance. Like that songs, if that song comes on my playlist, cause I have an annual playlist that I keep of just the songs that I like the most. I play that shit back like at least two, three times. Like I love that beat. I love his flow and I love what he was talking on there. You know what I mean? Just that fly shit, that, that, uh, that OG talk, man. I, I enjoyed that project a lot, man. So nice pick. Nice pick. Yeah. 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 All right, you, number 10. All right, man, number 10 for me is ESTG, Bigger Than Life or Death Part 2. So this is the follow-up to his previous uh, Bigger Than Life or Death. So, uh, man, this this guy has been all over any anybody's project that somebody this year, he's been on their project, you know, in some way, shape, or form, uh, he has a feature with, with somebody. I really enjoy uh, this project a lot. Like I said, this is probably more so of a, a EP. It's about seven, eight songs. Um, Lamborghini, uh, like the, damn man, Lamborghini, uh, EST, Jeezy, Lamborghini Jeezy is the joint on there. Let me pull it up so I can have the exact joint on there. Look. All right, Lamborghini Giski is the joint I'm talking about. Um, so that's that's one of my favorite joints on there. That's an automatic playlist adder. He's talking this talk, jump out gang. Like there's a lot of gangster shit on here. Like, and it's if I like the the lyrical miracle spiritual joint just like the rest of y'all, but sometimes I gotta get into my ignorant bag and play music at ignorant levels. And uh this is my shit right here. Misery loves company OD. It's like I said, it's eight joints. And all eight joints bump. You know what I'm saying? So th- this dude mm-hmm. is really putting on for, uh, you know, for Louisville, man. Like, like cats coming out of Louisville, Kentucky, just really doing it. Jack Harlow's another one that, you know, really put out a successful commercial album. And, uh, you know, I, I like that. Um, that part of the, the country is getting is, is just due. You know what I'm saying? I like when different pockets show their, their little flavor and add their little mixed to, to hip-hop. So Bigger Than Life or Death Part 2 by by ESTG, man. Like, And I I mean, I, I was... I debated on putting this one or the one with 42 Doug. Last one's left. Yeah, yeah, last one's left. I, I, I debated that on that. I've been messing with that hard. I really rock with that one, too, but I just got to go with what I played the most. And mm-hmm. it's, it's this project. It's so concise. Like, you'll run it back over and over and over again, man. It's like a quick, you know, quick... Tr- 20 minute run to Walmart back wherever you know what I mean like you'll you'll be done with it but you'll enjoy it too so that's my number 10 alright my number 9 cash 9 to me hey I don't, I don't do it with this it's got 9 songs on it we're gonna go with Nas Magic you know this kind of kind of fell down but like that's not to say uh, that's anything speaking bad on the music I felt like this project was well welcomed uh, as a surprise of December uh, just came out of nowhere and Nas kind of did the DMX thing where he did King Disease, which was like in the end of the summer and then came out a couple months later uh, with the surprise on Magic. Everything going here, man, I, I felt like the nine songs, very focused, uh, good, good album, but the songs I was thinking stand out to me. Speechless, uh, Meet Joe Black 
when that once that beat drop on that, like that that shit goes. Uh, forty sixteen building, uh, where he you know he he that's the one that's like the best song on that to me the the forty sixteen building, uh, and then you got Wave Gods featuring uh ASAP Rocky DJ Premier, uh, and then Dedication. And then, like, on 4016 Building, you know, like, where he dropped a little stuff like, uh, take my quotes, I'm here to, uh, I'm here to give hope, start a company off one of my phrases, you know, <laughs> he, he's, he's talking on that, like, he understand where he's sitting in the game and stuff like this and how he, he's giving knowledge, well, he, Nas was always dropping knowledge, right, but I mean, like, even more so than regular on the, all this little stuff, this right here was just a gift, he, he's just feeling good in music right now and, you know, just want to create and continue to create and continue to give back. You know what I mean? Not talking down on any other artists and stuff like this. Understanding where the game at and finding his little role in it and doing stuff like this, man, is it was, it was amazing. Why did Why did this one slide for you? Because like I remember, like the the how we felt about it, like when it dropped, like it it met the hype, the surprise met the hype, met the you know everything. It met all the criteria of a surprise drop. So uh, why Why did it slide for you? <laughs> Man, it was a lot of good music <laughs> that came out in 2022. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. Quarterly, it was up high, you know, but as more and more music dropped, and I think to, to his detriment, nine mm. songs. Nine oh, songs to his detriment. Ooh, okay. So you that's, got that's that's good. But I mean, like when I start putting everybody else on here, I think the next album that I'm gonna speak on, because it's the only one that kind of came close, everybody else had 10 plus. Okay, okay. First uh first first point out in hypocrisy in the whole episode, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the song length is the reason why Nas didn't get bumped up. One in, of the in reasons. This, in no, this I'm just saying scenario, stuff that we've been talking I, about. That's like oh, uh, yeah, one yeah, of our yeah. hypocrisies. Oh man, these albums, they too long. Now it's it's only nine songs. It's too short. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so that's hypocrisy. Uh, point number one, song list. Got it, got it. All right, so Nas at number yeah. nine for you. Yeah. Okay, magic. All right, number nine for me is Chaynor. Food for thought. Uh this 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 young lady, man. She's she's phenomenal, man. Like she uh did all the beats on her project. You know, I didn't know that she made beats like prior to this album. And, um, you know, she's always rapped well and kind of had been able to put the bars together. But I was uh, Apollo Brown was probably the other project of hers that I really started to gravitate to her music. And it was like, okay, this this young lady can make songs. So next thing you know, she drops this and, um, you know, she's been talking about Food for Thought for a while. So it comes on, uh, has a lot of good skits that mold right into the song. So it kind of fits where she's at in life. She's talking about the loss of her brother which, you know, really affected her. You, you've seen it on social media if you follow her, um, just kind of her trials and tribulations with that loss and how it affects her. And it's kind of all throughout this album where she mentions it every now and then. She's She also opens up about um, really mental health and, and going to see somebody about, you know, different struggles that she's going through. And that's, that's a, just another good thing about a lot of artists nowadays that are really opening up and just saying, like, yeah, I have these these traumas, these things that I'm trying to work through. So I enjoyed that. But some of the songs on here that I rock with was uh, Table for Three featuring 38 Spes and Ransom. That's a hard one. Uh, She got Ladies Brunch on here with Seb the Genius. 
Armani Caesar. So kind of home team, if you really know about uh, Griselda and just, you know, Conway and drum work and all and those guys and, and what they're doing. Then, of course, you know, you have uh, Gold Cutlery with um, Rome Streets. So those are the features that stand out to me on the project. But all in all, man, um, I listen to this from top to bottom. I never really skip anything on this. And that that's really uh, it was clear and concise album, man. It wasn't too much. She didn't keep you too long on the songs that we was just heard, which is two verses. She got in and out pretty quickly in this project. And I think you guys will all enjoy it if you go check out Che Noir's Food for Thought. So that's my number nine. All right. Number eight for B Cash. Another hypocrisy moment. Uh, Kendrick, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. My revised version, though. My revised version. That's I'm gonna let you I'm get it off. Say. I'm gonna let you get it off before and, I interrupt. Like, like we talked about it with the double disc, them don't always work out with everybody, you know. So on that little point, I would say it kind of wouldn't fit. But he got too many good songs on this on this album that I couldn't just like kind of pass it up. I y'all listen at the show. I created a revised version and I had ten songs on there. I made it like thirty six minutes, five or like that right there. Like when I play it, I don't want to skip anything like that. That's it right there. I understand everything else that he had going on uh, and how it kind of fits in. But like the the music that he has within that 10 songs, at least, you know, are, are just excellent. They're excellent songs. So, so those will be United in Grief, N95, Rich Interlude, well, which was Kodak Black, uh, Rich Spirit, number one, uh, Rich Spirit, uh, Purple Hearts, Count Me Out, Silent Hill, uh, Savior, featuring, uh, that was uh, Baby Keem, Savior, uh, the Savior interlude, and then Savior, and then Mr. Morale. Okay. Okay. Not not a bad, not a bad list at all. Not a bad list at all. So, yeah, man, I, like, yeah, I, I can't deny that. Like, as I listen to it and, and, like, keep going back to it on that revised version that I created, that, that shit good, man. Like, but like the songs that we see, we heard like once that kind of flow in the album. And but like you, you don't really need to revisit them. You know what I mean? The argument mm-hmm. song, I understand yeah, yeah. where those That's going. Off I don't my, need to hear that. My playlist. You, uh, what was the one where uh, my auntie's a man now? Like, okay, I get that where that's coming to too. But I, like, I don't, I don't need to hear that constantly. You know, uh, yeah, like songs like that. I kind of take it out. But once I got down to these ten songs, I made my little playlist. I I really enjoy these songs on there. So, uh, a couple skips Oof. on it. Why well, it kind of floats to number eight? Said it's above uh, Nas when I played. Nas had nine songs. If I gave it straight for sequencing and presented as is, Nas would probably be above this one. You know what I mean? But ten songs, uh, all, all likable on here. So uh, that's why that's how I Kendrick landed above. Okay, all right, not not bad, not bad. All right, man. Uh, you know, you know me, man. Right down to the last minute, I gotta I gotta make my picks on where I want to rank them. I like the I like to rank them while we air. You know what I mean? Because it makes me make a, t- a, a decision right away. You know what I mean? So number uh, eight for me is La Russell. Just Incredible presents La Russell. That's the uh, project. La Russell put out quite a few, you know, if you want to consider them EPs or, or LPs. He's just putting out projects. Uh, Good Company uh, is, is his independent label from Vallejo. So that's like a second home, you know, that's where we met and where we came into doing things and stuff like that. As far as, uh, me and Prez and, uh, where we met out there in Cali in Northern Cali, many, many, many moons ago. 
Uh, but with that said, man, this this young man is dope, man. He's just simply dope. If you if you don't have him on social media, like the bars he's spitting is just like everyday shit, and that anybody can relate to. And the fact that he's so young doing it and doing it his own way, like he's pulling up in front of mom and pop record stores or just random random spots in his city and other cities, and just really doing his thing and being really creative. Like I've saw him do different um songs while you know he's driving in the back of a truck and he's just freestyling or performing the songs that he's putting out but uh for this project in particular just incredible presents la russell uh dead fish that that song man is just really dope like very very witty bars on that joint uh been a minute is the other one on there and then uh all-purpose flower is the other one that i like a lot on there la russell is definitely one to look out for whenever whenever he puts out a a studio debut album where it's super duper focused and um you know has like major backing behind it y'all watch out y'all watch out don't don't get caught being on late like this is a put on of all put ons like i would say like this this kid is going to be something special in the future and um he had the charisma in the bars and the song structure to match it so i can't say enough good things about him he has several other projects that have dropped in the last year or two, um, three, in fact. So go check that out. But in particular, Just Incredible presents La Russell. Check that out. So that's my number eight, y'all. All right, number seven. Number seven for me, Cash. This was another surprise album that kind of just dropped out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. I don't think it got too much promo, uh, but I think once it was released, everybody kind of gravitated toward it. was uh, I Know Nego which Nego yeah. uh, was going to produce, which was uh, the the designer behind like Baden Nate and all this. And so it was a collaboration album that he got uh, with all his industry contacts, a la like a uh, DJ Khaled type album. But some of these uh, songs on here, man, they're like it's uh, 11 songs, 33 minutes. And every, everyone on there, you know, goes where I didn't even want to skip. Some of these people I've never listened to, you know what I mean? And uh, it's, it, the, the the beats and and what they was doing and how he how he got them together all made me like listen to them all the way through. Uh, so you had the Lost and Found freestyle with uh, ASAP Rocky and Tyler the Creator. That's how it comes on and like man, that's a gem in itself. You know what I'm uh, So um, got the the beat that's behind it and then what they're saying and how they're coming out. You know what I mean? So like the the okay okay you know yeah. uh, how that's going in the background and then you got uh aria with uh asap rocky uh you have Fire. punch bowl uh, push up t in the clips Cl- uh, like that was the return malice. when we first heard malice again and i was like yo mm-hmm. what it's i said i saw the track list and say clips i immediately went to that and that that song got in constant rotation immediately yep. after i played that you had a uh, functional addict with pharrell and gunner you had uh, Wanted Bad with Kid Cudi, which me personally is probably the lull of the album for me, that song right there. And I'm a kid, I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. So like, but I still will acknowledge like compared to all the other ones, like I ah, that one kind of, you know, mm-hmm. if one had to come off, that would, that would be the one. Uh, and then you had More the Night with the Teriyaki Boys, which is never, never, never heard of these either. guys, never heard never of them. Never heard but, of them either. But the song, but the song goes. <laughs> song slap. <laughs> uh, so you had Paper Plates, uh, Pharrell and ASAP Ferg. Uh, you had Hear Me Clearly with P- Pusha T. You had Remember, Pop Smoke. 
And uh, and then heavy with Lil Uzi Vert, another person I, you know, dabble with here, here's music time to time. I ain't never really liked the full album of his. He's always adventurous with his uh with his raps and his songs and stuff to put mm-hmm. together. And I don't always, it don't always gravitate toward, I don't always gravitate towards it. So, but in this context, you know, it fit right on there. And then you had, come on, let's go with Tyler. So 11 songs on here, man. And I, you know, it just plays once I, once I put it on and like the vibe and how everything, like when I first heard this, just immediately get you upbeat. And then it kept it going throughout that whole little time frame. So it was just like, it was feeling like that perfect spring, type music, you know what I mean? Getting ready, weather change, and going back outside. So there you go. All right, all right. Nice, nice pick. Nice pick. Nice pick. I'm not not so far. Damn, man. So far, I don't got no 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 real debates. I don't got no <laughs> real debates. You know what I mean? They your picks. You know, you keep them where they keep them. Uh, for me, number seven. Number seven. Ransom. No rest for the wicked. Prayers. No rest for the wicked. Number seven. Ransom. Y'all, y'all know if y'all if this is y'all first time here on this podcast, y'all know um the uh the the stands we are for Rand at this point. That 2020 run he went on, restored our faith in Rand. Like Rand been doing this, been spitting these bars, but just ever since then, no matter what he drops, whether you love it or whether you just, you know, all right, this is cool, he still got some shit on these projects. But this no rest for the wicked, man. You know, this one, I was like, okay, this is another Rand joint as I'm going into it that he, you know, kind of took his time to to put out. And then, boy, did he deliver, man. Um, circumstances with the game, even though I I went on record in my prior, you know, quarterly review and saying this wasn't it for me. The beat is stellar. What Rand did on it is phenomenal. The game, you know, we talked about the game last episode. If y'all go back to it and kind of, talked about our disdain for some of the things that the game does on a record. We know he could rap, but sometimes he may taint the record. But with all that said, that was the lead single. And um, it kind of got me anticipating the project. And boy, did he deliver overnight success uh, rituals with 38 special. Like this is my second time mentioning 38 special. He's gotten so much better to me lyrically over the course of the last couple of years. Um, man, he, he's, he, I can't wait for his next full length. But outside of the production, uh, what's the other one? I believe it's Redemption. Redemption is one that kind of has that all I need beat from Jay-Z's uh, mm-hmm. blueprint on there. Yep. And um, that's mm-hmm. what really gravitated me to that. That's because that's like one of my favorite beats off the blueprint. But I know Rand knows that, too. You know what I mean? He ain't no slouch. So he came with it on that on that beat and tore that shit to shreds. Like, just... Bar after bar after bar of just talking to you. It's that that same shit reminiscent of what we talk about or what I talk about, how the locks raise me off of just some of the the wisdom and the bars and the witty bars. You know, you ain't got to, um, you know, take them to the Gucci store, show them the loafs, shit like that. You know, just small little things uh, to where they would say uh, to where you would, you kind of would get what they were saying. So Rand does that a lot on there, man. The Gambler, beautiful grave sites where they kind of re. I would say like a revise uh, one of JR's earlier uh, works that he's on there as well in Black uh, Chakra. So a lot, a lot of fire on there. Like I, I can pretty much name to you all everything on here in Craven, Craven, Nicholas Craven. He did his thing on this project as well, man. He he be, he got some fire, man. Like he he 
he becoming one of my favorite producers like of 2022 on the low. Like he ain't got no one project with one person, I don't think. Um, but when he does show up, man, he, he does his thing, man. He does his thing. So he's one of my favorite producers as well. So y'all go check out No Rest for the Wicked by Ransom. That's my number seven pick, man. Prayers back over to you. Uh, man, you left out Imperial Glaciers featuring Willie the Kid, Damn, man. I damn. really like that song on that. Yeah, like, that's why, you know, sometimes bro, I don't be wanting to like be like, okay, I'll be always, by the time I get to like five tracks, I'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm overdoing it. But yeah, Imperial Glaciers is another one, man. Um, like, and this isn't a long album from Ransom either. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, what, 10, 11 joints on here? And uh, he out of here. You know what I mean? So you can't get tired of it. It's just bars. Ain't no whole lot of hooks on here. It's just just good-ass music, man. You know, however, he does, he throws a hook in there every now and then. At this point, I don't even give a shit. I just want to hear the bars. I just want to <laughs> hear speak on yeah. the beat. And I'm good with that. Like, I don't, I don't need anything him to rap a certain way for me to enjoy his music at this point. So number six for me, man, and I'm glad this one kind of stayed on the list. It was one of the anticipated albums looking forward coming out. And uh, I don't feel like he disappointed uh, under deliver. I don't feel like he got too lost in the wash where he kind of fell off this little list already from all the other music that came out this year. And that'd be Pusha T. It's almost dry. Uh, it's 12 songs, 36 minutes, man. Uh just him getting back with like Pharrell doing a lot, a lot of those heavy synthesizer uh, tones over a heavy bass. We did a thorough breakdown of this album, man. I damn near every song on here I, I like, you know, and I, I just go all the way through it. But uh, Bramblin' uh, let the smokers uh, shine the coop is like one of the big, big, big standout for me. Uh, Dreaming of the past, naked wrist. Um, I mean, that was the one featuring Jay-Z that everybody kind of said, like, eh, he, Jay-Z didn't really deliver on it. But I still love the song altogether. Uh, just so you remember, him just going through his storytelling, even from the beginning on him when he's talking like Brambleton, like, you know, the whole uh, come up of his crew and how, you know, you kind of lose uh, – alliances or who you who you cool with and stuff like as time goes on and he also talks uh, about yeah. that vlad interview with his homie that uh went on vlad and pretty much yeah discredited yeah, that's it. up in there yeah so yeah yeah that was on the brambleton track uh call my bluff rock and roll with kid cuddy and yay i thought that was like good to see them on there you know maybe the last time after yeah, 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 yeah. who knows what we're gonna get from them <laughs> Diet Coke was a great single to start this one off, and that, that continued to go on there. You had Open uh, Air, and then at the end of this, man, he came back with Malice, man. Uh, uh, so uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> that right there, I thought he came in like he he must have been out the like game he ain't that lost long. a like, step, bro. No, like he ain't no, lost yeah. a step on there, man. Like, and he said that shit too. Like, what did I what did I miss? <laughs> oh man, mm -hmm. like yo, Malice came on like that's that's probably the my favorite song on the entire album. I think I was on Twitter the other day, uh, Prez, and somebody said it, and I, I'd love to give him the credit, but I just can't remember. But uh, I think Into the Dome was his name. Into the Dome. He, I follow him. Uh, he has a lot of debates on on um, Twitter. I can't get into all of them because I'll be there. I know if I enter it, then I have to commit to having a conversation for the entire thread. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, he's he's really dope in like, some of the, the stuff he curates. But anyway... He said, like, uh, the intro and your outro have to be, like, very stellar. So Brambleton, uh, Brambleton 
and uh, what's the name of the last song on there with with Malice? Intro, uh, outro, I, I, first song, I, I last song. I pray right. for you. Yeah, so those 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 two songs are important because they probably can really be like the strongest two songs on the entire album. I'm not saying they are, but like how you start and how you finish say a lot about you as the artist and how much you care about the album. So, uh, yeah, man, that that's my number six as well. I, I really uh, enjoyed that album. Uh, it's almost dry. Um, let the smoke a shine the coops, like you said. That's a that's a man, fire that baseline knocks, man. On that one, man, that, bro. <laughs> and then um, it's the other one was call call my bluff, man. Mm-hmm. That shit is so simple as man, far as the call beat. My bluff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like he again, man. When you give a an artist uh push a tease such a um such an easy sound bed to really do his thing on, it's not hard mm-hmm. for him to to deliver in that way. And, and producers, I'm saying this with my artist hat on now, don't send beats to people with a whole bunch of shit going on all the time. Let the artist be the artist. Let the artist take it away. Because Call My Bluff and a lot of other beats on this, this project are very simple and straight to the point. The artists do their work on it, and it, it sounds really good to me. My initial complaint about this project, though, was the mixing and the mastering. But then ultimately... Um, after you know seeing a few interviews and stuff like that, that's what they were going after, apparently, as far as a certain type of sound, you know, and not to be so polished studio wise. So with that said, all right, cool. I don't agree with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as what they were aiming to do, but nevertheless, this shit sounds sounds dope. The only song on there that I kind of was iffy about uh was the joint. Damn, it's with the young two dudes on there, and I, I didn't write it down. Whereas it's uh, he got like a, is it a little Uzi Vert? Yeah, that yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. Uzi Vert one, I, and I like I like those features. Little Uzi Vert and another singer dude that he's been on a lot of stuff, and I just can't remember his name right now. Uh, but I, I typically enjoy Vert when he comes on certain songs. Like I like Uzi Vert when he was with Tyler the Creator, when Tyler, you know, on his last joint, like he came in and gave a different jolt of energy. But that song for me was like. In the mix with all three of them, it's more so mixed for Uzi, but not necessarily for Push. So if I had one song where I was like, ah, ah you know what I mean. But overall, there's no skips on here. If I'm keeping it yeah, a buck, no. and I like every last one of them in terms of just letting it play straight through. So that's like maybe the second, third project I've mentioned today that was that it could play straight through. So that's important. That's important for me to be in my top ten list as well. So yeah. So that's number so six not, for me. All right, then, man. I'm glad we was on uh, at least one of the albums we was on the same page with. <laughs> uh, next up for me, number five. I know you're not going to be on the same page with me on this one. You probably don't even know this, but I'd have mentioned it quite a bit over the past month. You keep asking me what I'm listening to, and I keep telling you back on that, like that Mars Monday, uh, superheroes don't exist, man. So for all my low five things, like uh, like this right here is it, man. Like I in that category of rap, man. Like this this one kind of did it for me. Came out December 10th. Uh, it's 11 songs, uh, 34 minutes long. Right off the jump with Mother Nature and Horizon, man. He he, he get grabs you. Don't let go. The rest of the the whole album. It's gonna have some of your little smoker songs. Gonna have like uh, but he man, he he's skillful, man, and he he. It shows throughout this album. 
great great with his beat selection. Uh, Never meet your heroes. Uh, you can kind of get the theme that he's gonna do and kind of what he's kind of rapping about. Uh, so he intertwines like some of the like regular superheroes in with 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 some of his things that he's trying to get off. But he's basically talking about it in his life. You know what I mean? So uh, Young King featuring Mick Jenkins. Uh, uh, you have better ways, shenanigans, save yourself. One day never comes. I thought that was a great one. Uh, say what? And he, like you say, in the beginning and the end, I think that mother nature and far the time. So mother nature that starts it off and far the time at the end. Good way to wrap it up on this. So if you haven't went and gave Malls Monday a listen, uh, definitely I, I, I highly suggest you download this album. Give it a great listen, especially, like I said, if you if you. You're into those lo-fi uh, type beats and stuff like this. It's a great chill album. I kind of have this saying, like, anytime I'm sitting back, like, reading, doing whatever. It's, it's probably, like, it's it's on majority of the time. Like, I, I'm at least playing it two or three times a day, like, uh, in, in the background somewhere. Um, or, you know, it may be my morning ride to work in the morning and stuff. Something to just, like, kind of make sure I still stay, even though I'm getting my coffee and hyping up, still stay bellowed out a little bit, you know? I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I got. I got that. I still got it on my playlist. You've been talking about it since December. I'm gonna give him a listen to maybe he cracks an independent artist list. Like I, if you you feel this this uh, strong about him, where you put him in your top ten list. Top this 10. isn't yeah. your indie list. This is your top no, no, no. ten list. I gotta take I'm notice. I, I had to take notice. <laughs> he was in your he was in your quarterly, so I I had to take notice here and and really uh you know see see what this this guy is about, man. I, I like the low five beat and the mellowed out thing too. Um, I, I too like you like to have a uh, music for different parts of the day. Like I'm a nerd, like super duper nerd about this shit. Like I don't want nothing too out the gate unless like I wake up on that type of time or I'm going to the gym in the morning, but. Mm-hmm. I, I may need some mellowed out raps, you know, stuff like Elza and shit like that that'll get you to work. You know what I'm saying? On in a, you yeah. know, relatively good mood. But um, number five for me, <laughs> thinking positive, thinking, yeah, thinking positive, trying to be like positive, a- and not being like, why the hell I got to go ahead and meet with these motherfucking people. <laughs> but uh, number five for me is Conway the Machine. God don't make mistakes, man. I. Like you know, this is number five for me, but like this could be easily number one. Like, it it just varies. It just depends on the day that I listen to it. And the reason why I say that is because I had such high expectations for it and low expectations for it. Now you'll say, Cash, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do you have high and low expectations from it? I had low expectations from it because it's on Shady Records. And Shady Records was no, I keep beating this to a dead horse, but I, I'm saying it because I want to show love to them doing good work now. You know what I mean? Uh, to really, it seems like maybe they're getting out of out the way a little bit in terms of trying to put what they think is hot and giving it to the people who are hot and just giving them that little bit of touch and little bit of touch of love. You know what I mean? And I can see that. You know what I mean? So it looks like on this project, Conway really went and got people that he respected. And I initially, on my quarterly review, I wasn't a fan of some of the people that he chose as far as the OGs. He has one of my favorite rappers ever, Beanie Siegel on there. It's hard for me to hear Siegel with, with his current, you know, condition and how he has to rap in terms of just like his his vocal cords and everything like that. But even after just sitting back with it, 
and getting out my own way. I like that joint. I like the one with him and T.I. I I like the one with, um, you know, who else he has on here? So those are just the two two ones I had an issue with. But overall, man, Piano Love is one of my favorite joints on here, man. Like, that beat is just fire. That beat is just fire. It makes me want to rap on it. Uh, Tear Gas with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. That's another joint on there where I was like, dang, he has a lot of guys on here. But after listening to it and on a loop and just kind of letting it rob out as I'm preparing for this and seeing who's going to fall where in my list, I'm like, yo, this, this shit is really dope. Like, I got to get out of my own way. Like, sometimes my hypocrisy will rear its ugly head. Like, why do you got this many features? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? At the end of the day, I got to just get to the point of, is it good music? Like, is it is this a good track? You know what I mean? Did everybody come with a good verse? Or, you know what I'm saying? So I, when I come down to that, you know, God don't make mistakes. It's everything that you possibly possibly could want in a debut album, so to speak. Um, he has Jill Scott on here, which is probably, Jill Scott may have verse of the year, uh, in my opinion. And I know that's, that's speaking very highly. Uh, Jill Scott, but she has some shit on here that you would not even think that Jill Scott would say, Prez. You know what I mean? Like, if you listen to her her music, you know she has, she gets very vivid and detailed in terms of her R&B. But Rap Bag? Boy, I need to hear more. I need to hear Jill Scott rap album at this point. I'm clamoring for one at this point because that verse was so phenomenal to me. Maybe it's a, I was just taken by surprise, but it just is a really dope verse, and I enjoyed that. Uh, last but not least, I got two more. So much more is Chanel Pearls, sorry, was the one with Jill Scott. So y'all go check out Chanel Pearls. Um, but standouts, man, are all throughout this album. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Stressed hits me in the points when I'm stressed. Uh, God don't make mistakes. The track that he goes out on detailing, how, you know, when he got shot in the head and not thinking that he would make it or ever be the same or ever be on this level to really rap. And, you know, now he has murals and stuff like that, paintings of him from people who really enjoy, not enjoy, but like really don't care about how his face is. It's unique in terms. So, you know, he took a very, very, very negative and near fatal situation and really brought it to life. And God don't make mistakes. This this is going to be firmly, this will not leave out of my album. I don't know who's going to drop or what's going to, um, you know, come about, but this probably will never leave my top 10 list for the year, man. So God don't make mistakes at number five. Yeah. And I, I kind of get what you're saying that you're constantly going back and you're, you're trying to write a wrong that you did a couple of years ago, you know, with the J electronica, when you say like too many features don't mean nothing, all this little stuff. I get what you're saying. Cash a written testimony is a goddamn classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. He'll try, he'll try it every chance he gets, y'all. He'll try it every chance he gets, but no, no, I'm, I won't. I won't. He won't knock me off my square. Not today, not today. Number four, number four. <laughs> not today, Jesus. All right, Cash, leave me at number four. Number four for me would be La Dirt. Oh, shit. They gonna, the hip hop purists <laughs> gonna kill you for this dirt. I mean, I don't understand why, but hey, man, you know, so far, you know, it's been lyricists, and yeah, I, people have ventured to say Dirk's not a lyricist. Man, I, I, I would say, down, he, down, I would say he's, he's doing, he be rapping. It's, 
is good music. It's good good music. It's good music. And he's I rapping. Mean. He sings songs with it. He goes into it. I mean, like uh, you can be a purist all you want to. Michael Jordan got beat on some nights. It happens. Like he's always ain't he ain't the best every damn time. You know what I mean? Like uh, same thing with whoever in any situation. Like you know, you probably say like. Uh, who who's MVP or like is that the top person that you would say in the league right now? More likely than not. You know what I mean? They just had somebody else probably had a better game than them. It happens, man. You gotta appreciate what it is, man. And if you just want to be stuck in one sound and that's it, and you don't want to hear, then why should everybody take your opinion anyway? Why should your opinion matter except for if it was just on that specific topic, not entire rap, but on that these underground. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like you know, sometimes we get to the point where I think we got to be able to admit that we listen to not we, but just as a rap community, we got to stop shitting on certain types of pockets of rap because I, I know a lot of people when maybe out and about on vacation or just hitting a bar or something like that, they enjoy the little dirks of the world, but they don't. They will never say it. You know what I'm saying? And that be kind of crazy to me because when we have like certain type of hip hop discussions, like you'll, you'll keep out uh, those guys. But I, I feel like not rap. I'll say rap discussions because hip hop and rap, totally different things. But I, you know, this is the, the day and age of where this is Dirk's time, man. And I think he dropped a fire project to begin with. And he also did the deluxe version. Good. Man, like, but hey, we gotta stick to it. I can't talk about the deluxe okay, right no, now. Okay, no deluxe. But, go ahead, go ahead. But, finish, but like you saying, like you were saying on your last one, like you pretty sure uh, Conway is gonna get stay on your list. I'm pretty sure Dirk gonna stay on mine because he kind of solidified it. We're coming out of with re redoing the deluxe to me. You know what I mean? Actually doing it correctly. He added value. That could have been a whole nother album. But that ain't what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the red the album as it was delivered which was like 17 songs, 18 songs on Reload. He came out the same same week. He had one more song on there. Kind of uh, staggered the intro. He had another song on there. I think it was called Computer Something uh, on the intro. But if I, the intro really started, started from, right? And uh, then you had Head Tap. Then you had Aha, where he opens up on Aha because he's about to sit here and rap about King Von and how people say he's kind of being back off. He's not, not really standing up for his boy and stuff like this. So he addresses all that. But before he even starts off, he say, everything I'm saying in this motherfucker is all props. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love, I love those how who he, have listening. Yeah. 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 I like, I like case, how he be doing listen, that. Just, just living. You ain't about to catch him with no Rico or nothing, all this other stuff. You ain't, about, you ain't about to catch him off his lyrics. You know what I'm saying? You ain't about to lock him up over his lyrics. He let you know right off that way. And then he also did that on the Deluxe. Remember, that's how he started off. This whole Deluxe is all cap. <laughs> 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 so, hey, I, man, I, I like how listen, he man, the, the hip-hop police is real, man. They'll, they'll lock somebody up. I won't say even say hip hop police. I just say music police, man. If they nab a established artist, man, just know that if they can, um, if they can nail you to the wall, man, they definitely will, man. So I, I'm with Dirk on that shit, man. I'm, I'm definitely. I like the. It's just creative to lead off that way, man, and say everything I'm saying is fictitious. Yeah. Oh uh, man, but yeah. He, then he had a uh, shoot shoot out at my crib. Had a song, no interviews, where it's 
like kind of paranoid dirt that we're going to hear a couple of times throughout the album, even on the luck stuff that comes out. But he was like, total bad bitch. I can't be seen with you. She got to Uber eat her Denny's. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> stuff like that. He was just saying, just like, where's well, paranoid. It gets even worse on the deluxe. You know, when he started talking about his kids, which is, uh, um, yeah. And then we had, uh, a petty two featuring future. Uh, really like that song. Uh, you had barbarian. Had what happened to Virgil featuring Gunner? You had Grow Up slash Keep It on the Speaker, which this was the one that we when I dressed like he did the country type vibe on this, right? On the second part of it, Keep It on the Speaker, which was kind of uh, a welcome surprise on this. Then you had Smoking and Thinking. You had Blocklist. That was the song that you liked on the album. Give earlier. me up that Blocklist. <laughs> differences <laughs> featuring Summer Walker. You had Federal Nightmares, where you say delete my iCloud if I think they are uh, really on me though. Uh, and then uh, he came full circle with that uh, with the uh, with the country and actually got a country artist to actually help him out on the track and got Broadway Girls. So that's how he closed out the album. Thought it was great all the way through. Uh, majority of the songs, you know, like um. Uh, I mess with. I just went through the whole little list on there, all the ones I did. Like I said, and then to my surprise, just a couple, just last week, he added thirteen songs on here that adds more value to this album. Makes it long as hell, but <laughs> it's a good album. Yeah, if I'm going to the gym and I'm just letting it rock out, or if I'm just got a, a day where. The random week where not a whole lot of new music comes out and I still want to, you know, I'll throw on a deluxe and specifically this one in particular when it's that good. Or it's just a long ass album that I haven't. It's hard to get through those long albums. You know what I mean? Not for lack of quality. Sometimes it's just for lack of time. Like who has time to sit with an hour and 20, 30 minute worth of music? You know what I mean? Outside of not having anything else to do. or If you have that time to play video games, you know what I mean? Like It just depends on what you're doing, but. More often than not, I don't have a solid hour and a half straight for music most of the time unless I'm on mm-hmm. a road trip or something like that. So is this some good man, shit, man? Uh, that's that's three albums in a row. Like uh Lil Dirkman got me like super tuned in, man, and got me uh liking this music. So it's this one, The Voice and the Hero, and uh The Voice that came out the, last year. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Now down to the tough decisions. Number four for me, we're going to go with Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. So You got some explaining to do. Listen, man. Like I said, as I go into this, man, <laughs> hey, man, I'm all for being wrong. I'm all for being wrong or just, you know, recanting my statements. Like, listen, man, if I listen to this shit, from start to finish, even with the songs that are um, not going to have me coming back to it. Prez mentioned those songs earlier in the podcast, the uh, argument song and just some of the more um, heavy material on here. But I feel like if I take away from the album, it dilutes the importance of the album, what he's saying, you know what I mean? And I cannot discard, discard that body of work. And, and and be like other people on this podcast and just shrink it to to what it's not. I got a great album on how it's delivered. Now, with that said, 
the album is still dope as hell. So many layers. He got bops on here. He has introspective shit on here. Um, I often say like, damn, I don't really know Kendrick like that, but this is the album where he opened up a lot more than he's ever opened up about his personal life and things that he's been through. He give you little Easter egg hunts and stuff like that on previous albums. You know what I mean? And even good kid, Mad city that that's, I get it. You know, he's talking about his life, but I'm, I'm just saying like really exposing some of the things that are not necessary. You know, it's easy to tell, talk about your childhood and stuff like that and certain things like that. And he'll dibble and dabble in that every album. I'm not saying he hasn't done that, but for this album, it's like in its entirety of his album from his perspective as an adult with kids now. So with all that said and kind of tapping back into all those things, um, the features were on point. Like y'all, y'all listen to this album. You know what I mean? It hasn't been out of rotation. I hear it on the radio. I hear it with my ladies playing it. I play it often. You know what I mean? It's just in constant rotation. It has been since that time. Uh, do I listen to all of the heavy songs all the time? No, you know, you know, I joke on prayers, but I don't listen to all the heavy songs all the time, but it's still without that. Like it's still very solid. Despite, despite the heavy songs kind of, you know, being them songs that you may not be in the mood to hear at the time, but they're fucking phenomenal when, at the end of the day. So I can't hate on K-Dot at all. I like, I think that he made the album he wanted to make and I can't wait till I see this project in concert because we know, me and you know, Perez, when we see him in concert, he puts on a hell of a performance. You know what I mean? So I may come back at the end of the year and bump it up a little bit more based off the hype off of performance that I'm probably going to go to whenever he comes around uh, to my area here in VA. So who knows? I may, I may get gassed up and he may win me over. For your eyes only. We went to that concert. What do we do when he got to those songs? Uh, you know, we, 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 uh, <laughs> we went to get some beers. Straight to the bar. <laughs> we went to the bar. <laughs> we oh, went hey, to the bar. Oh, so smoke. <laughs> Whatever it is that we did back in that time. That, yeah, we, we, we was like, two words. I'm gone. <laughs> so, you know, you can say. Our favorites are allowed to to take missteps. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Jay with Kingdom say. Come, Nas hey, with Streets Disciple. The, you know, it Jordan happens. Played the, Jordan played for the Wizards. People forget about that shit. Yeah, it yeah, happened. Yeah, they can have this, a misstep, this not, is not tarnish the This image. is no four yards only now. Don't don't disrespect Mr. Morale and the big steppers. This is not no. on that level. This is not, not on that level. So when I say that, that's not even much like I'm, I'm saying that as the misstep, right? The, the album we're going to talk about from now on, when we talk about, you know, they're just completely bummed, is uh, honestly, never mind. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it's not in my top 10 or nothing like that. I still, you know, don't go to it. But, man, <laughs> I, I got a funny story for you offline with my dad, man. He was like, Drake made a house music album? Oh, I'm going to download <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yo, he was so excited, bro. He was so excited. I was like, shit, called me on guard. I was like, yo, what's happening here? Yo, my cousin came up. They came up, right, to visit, to help me with some stuff around the house. And um, <laughs> my cousin was like, he played that shit all the way to the crib. <laughs> I had to apologize. Like, my bad, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I guess he gonna throw that in all his sets. You know what I mean? So what you what you yeah, got yeah, at number yeah. three, man? What you got at number three? Number three, man. This is the hard one, man. I feel like it, all these are interchangeable. I like them all 
equally. You know what I mean? Uh, each one has a track or two on here that I, you know, where the fuck at in my in my car, my headphones, at the gym, wherever, you know? They all add strengths to the uh, artists I'm going to mention. So, but uh, uh, this one's going to hurt. All right, number three, Kodak Black, Back for Everything, 19 songs, uh, 57 minutes long. Man, uh, as we started to learn, a lot of people have appreciation for a lot of your artists, your favorite artists have appreciation for Kodak and how he is and what he what he brings uh, to the table on that. So I think he further cemented himself with this album right here. You know, I'm like, Cash to tell you, man, I've been a Kodak fan for years. I go back and listen to his album. It's like times where I'm just like in for a week straight number Kodak <laughs> so it's just uh so uh but this one man let me know uh tell his story his regrets and you know outlook towards the future uh back for everything where he said like start off Buddha bless his beat and I really do believe that he did on that one like this one that back like the beat on that and how he carried it was uh because I fell in love with hitting licks you know what I mean that that whole uh chorus that going on there so then you have smackers he, he comes back to that whole uh hitting licks and you know hitting houses like several times throughout this album so frequent uh <laughs> Freaking a frequent topic that he's gonna continue to hit on here. Uh on everything. <laughs> he got a line up in there where I just like laugh every time I hear it. I know I'm ugly, I'm an ugly ass nigga, little nigga, but uh I look better than you, you know. <laughs> just honestly, when it comes out on the track and everything, how it comes on there. So uh then you had purple stamp, you had sink my ship, four red bitches on me at the saint. You know what I mean? So yeah, that one right there. Uh Usain Boo, uh I feel like that's a great summer song. Uh, sugar and sticking, and when it comes at the end, that that uh, <laughs> yeah, tail yeah, end of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, vulnerable, free, cool. Uh, got elite division, produced by Zaytoven. Thought that was great. You had uh, hidden houses. One of my favorite tracks on here. Like, I mean, that one just probably shouldn't even go there. But like every Friday, I'm getting off work, bam, play that. You know, my hidden houses song. So, uh. <laughs> You got Take You Back featuring uh, Lil Durk, Super Gremlin, which been everywhere, you know, all over the radio. Uh, sleeping on sofas, creeping in houses like roaches. Some lines that he dropped up in there. So uh, you got I Wish <laughs> uh, and uh, Love and War. So, Name the whole wow, album, man. man. You love that. You love man, this album. I, I love this album. Like, <laughs> love this it's, album. it's only several songs on here that I, I like. You know, I skipped that one. But it's majority yeah i really like this album i think even though everybody try to imitate a, a version of it i think kodak has a stamp and uh like in a unique sound that's all in his own and you know it adds to any song that it goes that, that he does you know and it kind of even the you know <laughs> he talks about it when that and that let me know you know what i mean how he didn't get artist of the year that first year, the rookie of the year when he yeah, got yeah, it like yeah. uh, for his rookie year. But he was like, it's all good because uh, Cardi B, you know, he still made money off of that. So how that goes, he like also spoke about his jail time coming out, you know, and just, you know, seeing on TV, you know, how everybody else like living it up and like how he had to do, but wasn't going to change him kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, it's just throughout, man. Uh, it's like, so last year, after he got out, he dropped a couple mixtapes or a couple like uh, EPs and stuff like that. And it was hit and miss on a couple of those songs. So I was kind of a little worried. Like, 
when Kodak actually came with this album, I was like, is this going to be one that I actually do like, or is it going to be more of like a, what was that? Happy birthday Kodak, which I didn't really like majority of that. You know, I liked a couple songs, but that was it. So I, I was a little nervous about this, but when it came out, I was like, no, no, this, this, this is great. Great music. I was like, did he lose a step by, you know, getting locked up? Cause he was addressing a lot of issues and stuff that he was having on, uh, in those other EPs with, you know, the people around him, you know, not really holding them down and, uh, you know, just being, uh, as people get in the industry and they kind of grow that, those type of stories, you know, how your, your crew kind of fall aside people that you, uh, that you meet along the way, ain't truly genuine. Some, uh, that you even must have earlier. They just want your money or something like this. So they find any and everything to try to take from you, trying to sue, do, do whatever, you know, not true intention. So, yeah, I, like he, he addressed a lot of that in his EPs last year, but on this album, like I felt like, I don't know if it was him being on Kendrick, you know, Kendrick actually showing some appreciation, J Cole constantly shouting out his name and stuff like this. Like, I don't know if that helped or the other artists, you know, that he came and did features for kept building back up his confidence and everything. But this right here, I think we got the best of Kodak. So you got dirt and then followed by Kodak. Um, you know, again, I joke and kid, but like I, I would I would venture to say that uh, you know, if this isn't your type of lane and stuff like that and you and you enjoy the podcast and like, you know, the the more lyrical driven I won't even say lyrical driven because I, I feel like with those two in particular, I feel like if you listen to what they're saying, they they say the same shit that I would want from a a push. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 say it, it's just not as up north. It's it's you know it's either it's in their their style or their 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 twang, so to speak. You know, Kodak more so. He a Florida kid. He speak how he speak, and um, you know I spent a lot of time in the South, and I know a lot of dudes that are unapologetically them. And I, that's what I like about his music because he don't sound like a whole lot of other people. You know what I mean? Like he sound, when you hear Kodak, you know, that's Kodak. And I think that, you know, not biting. And if you go off the old school rules or just being originality, having to play some type of factor in what you do and why you're, you're giving the props you're giving. He's getting, he's gotten way better as a rapper. Dirk as well. Like they, they actually, be saying some some good shit. Like if you really sit down and listen and just not call it mumble rap or be that guy or, or gal to discard it because it's not the uh it doesn't sound like the uh the, the ransom of the worlds and shit like that. I just think different strokes with different folks, but you, you can't say that they don't rap well on these projects because they're they're doing a the production and them and the rapping and giving you something catchy that you can gravitate to you know what I mean some guys struggle with that like we don't say shit about the artists that are lyrical driven that struggle with hooks that struggle with making a song like uh, it's great to rap throughout the whole pro and not make hooks you know what I'm saying it's cool that's fine you know what I mean but I don't know if you ever creep up out of that zone or whether you want to you know, creep up out of that that particular pocket that you're in when you don't do the hooks and shit like that. But they, these you got to give credit for putting together songs and and really, um, you know, people really gravitating towards them. Like it's not because they're not rapping well. That's yeah, like my two song, cents. like I wish I know he got uh, he got a couple bars on there where he said, uh, "Told my son I won't let no one kill me because I promised to take him to Disney." It's a must I clutch the semi show uh, show in the O, but 
my uh, hotel is in Kissimmee. You know what I mean? How he kind of puts that together, you know, rapping about like the whole, rapping out that whole of Disney line up into the, the area as well, the whole of uh, Kissimmee. So yeah. like, he, he, he can do he what he- got it. He got yeah, that's you know a scheme. I mean? like, so that, that's a scheme. Yeah, that's a scheme, man. But, you know, most people aren't even going to get past track one, two, three that, that listen to a certain pocket of rap uh, that are set in their ways. So- if you don't, if you're setting your ways, then you, you won't welcome new music, man. And it is what it is. I, you know, I don't give a shit. But, uh, but anyway, man, uh, where we at? We at number three, right? Yeah, number three for you. Number three for you. Number three for me is Nas's Magic. Uh, again, I still when I listen to that that album, um, I, I revisit it very often. Uh, probably not within the last month or two because I've been moving and stuff like that, and kind of getting resituated. And we've been keeping up with more current works. But probably in this last week or two, uh, when I've kind of settled down a little bit and not as much stuff to do, and we knew we was going to do this and we set a date for it, I'm listening to it. And it felt like the first time I was listening to it all again. You know what I mean? When dropped, surprisingly, he came through in a clutch and really delivered. And I'm like, yo, how much does him and Hit Boy really have in the can? Because I haven't heard Nas sound this great on three straight projects. I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, there's always some little disdain for what he does and or, you know, people trying to critique. But really, King's Disease 1 and 2 and Magic, overall, people have given these things high praise. And even people that want to hate on the production or hate, hate on Hit Boy, hey, maybe nah, I should get back with Large Professor or maybe go back with Primo. No, no. When you have a good thing and a good synergy... Going, yeah, you want to hear, if you want to hear Nas from Primo and Large Pro, go listen to his old shit. Because whatever, whatever Hit Boy's doing right now, he got this man sounding like he's revitalized and he's sipping from the fountain of youth. Even the flows on Speechless. I'm telling you like it is. Like those, mm-hmm. those type of things, the way he just doing shit that, that aliens do when we, when we talking about the elites of the elites. You know, so Matt Magic is up there for me, speechless, uh, dedicated. I dedicated my life, my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can relate to that, uh, whether you rap to or whether you dedicated your life to anything. Like, you know, he's making relatable songs. You know what I'm saying? Also, uh, the Wave God shit, like you mentioned, with premiere cuts on there. You know yeah. what I mean? ASAP Rocky came in there and, and floated on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Who knew those two would have sounded to get <laughs> that great together? Um, but you know, I know he's had, uh, not Fabio Foreign, ASAP Ferg on a prior project as well. So like, he sounds really good with some of the, the generation, the two, um, you know, after him and, um, also ugly, you know, is another song on there that I repeat over and over and over again. Like this whole project gets no skips at all from me. A lot of game. You mentioned some of the, your favorite tracks on there to where he's talking about investing or just different ways to kind of to think about how, where you put your money on it. And of course, everybody's heard about his investments in that portfolio and stuff like that. Um, you know, and he waited till later on in life to really get his shit together if you've really followed Nas's career. But the fact that he's kind of flipped this leaf and really, you know, doing it and really talking about it in a way to where it's like easily palatable for you to to, to rock out to it, no matter who you are. That's the magic in this whole project, man. So that's my number three. All right, man. Number two. Number two for All me, All right, man. getting down to it, man. Getting down to it. Number two. <laughs> Benny the Butcher. Mm. Tanner Talk 4. Yes, sir. That's my number two, too. So we can have a 
A back and forth combo. We got a back and forth combo now. We got a back and forth. I'm telling you, this may be my number two album, but I'd be damned if this ain't my number one song of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's my fa- favorite <laughs> song. Wise, uh, Johnny, Johnny P. Caddy. <laughs> I don't wore this track the fuck out. out. I, like, I don't think nobody else like topping this right here. <laughs> versus, versus one and two of the you year. You think it would be over me now. <laughs> it's I not like an old 90s uh, DJ. Like I'm playing this shit every every hour on top of the hour. Like, oh yeah, man, yeah. like uh, it's like Funk Anytime Master Flex like, Night. Funk me, Master Flex Night. <laughs> rewind. <laughs> rewind that shit right back. Cluminati! You know how you used to start the songs on the freestyles and then go right back? That's yeah. how I do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I get, I go right back to the top, man. Man. Uh, just that, 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 the, the battle with him and J. Cole. And I, like, I think I lean a little bit more towards J. Cole, but I mean, I appreciate the song overall and, I judge every every artist, big name artist, off this one song this year. If you tell me you you really doing it, you got to come to this level. And I haven't seen nobody like you know on song on song. Like on, Jill on, Scott, on, on, on Jill song, Scott for me. Jill Scott is close for me. With it. But, you know, mm. but that's just that's the way I feel about it in terms of what she was saying in the verse. But go ahead, go, continue. So on, continue yeah, on. I mean, you could tell me, oh, this person did this. This person talked about this in the in the, in the rap and all that. But does it flow like this over here? And it's like, nah, nah. It's <laughs> when that song comes on, man, all the way to the end. So okay. Then you got back by uh back two times featuring Stove God Cook. Came back back. Uh, Stove God. I yeah. can't wait for that album too, by the way. But yeah. This was a Then you had one. uh Weekend in the Paris featuring Bodie James. I, we had <laughs> talked about this when we reviewed the album. Man. Like this that's really, a dope one. You know, gave us that. Open us up a little bit more to Bodie James. We listen to his album, but then really gain the appreciation for him after this song and everything. Like sometimes those those certain features you can have on there, you know, really like uh, okay. And yeah. I think and then, speaking of uh, Bodie James, he came out with the uh, real Batman. Uh, he had him doing some production. That 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 thing was good too. Uh, you had Tyson versus Ali featuring uh, Conway and uh, the Machine. So that was a little back and forth with them. Uh, Man, yeah, man, just them going back and forth. And they brought up the situation within Griselda several times in several songs on here. You know how it was. And like, I think it was on Johnny P's Caddy, he says, like, what did I bring to Griselda? Validity. Validity. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when, uh, yeah. Yeah, when uh, he's saying that he he added his little part. So, uh, and then what did Conway, uh, no, when he said, like, uh, tried to pick, Tried to pick you off, and that's really a moving screen when he said, like, uh, when Conway was addressing, like, a, the uh, Benny situation in Houston. Yep, so, yep. yeah. Uh, on Tyson versus Ali. <laughs> and then the part that I I caught, <laughs> tell B Dot, I said, F his list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I, yeah, I love that part. And maybe, you know, they part. always talk shit about it, but, you know, it, it, he's been off B Dot's list for like the last two. Random list that be you know B dot does the same exact thing that we do you know in terms of list this is list season so I'm sure you'll you'll hear that but I, I like that he addressed it in a playful way you know what I mean I'm pretty sure he really means that fuck his list you know what I mean because he feels like he's better than a lot of people on that list like B dot had Wayne on there still you know and I was like come, come on, on man bro. you know what I mean so whatever it is what it is but back to this uh Tana talk four man uh. 
You know, and Uncle Bond featuring 38 Special. Again, third time mentioning 38 Special on here, man. So um, y'all go back and check out his discography, man. He got he got some heat. He got some heat. Um, and then you got uh, Tim Moore, Crack so, Commandments. Oh, oh, wait, I, I want to open up on that song right there, too. Okay. Uh, so uh, on the Uncle Bond, he has like a little part where he's up in there where he's talking about, I sold dope to a, a pregnant woman. And then he said, but I'm not a caseworker or something. Something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, I ain't got the exact yeah, part yeah, yeah. right there. But then he goes on to explain, like, yeah, you feel bad for her. But then his situation was kind of fucked up. You don't know the full story around, like, why he's doing this. Like, hey, you know, he's been in these fucked up situations as well. So I Who's right? Still, you know what I mean? Like, just still extremely it. bad. Yeah. But he gave you two fucked up situations and saying, like, yeah. okay, what's what's He's just leaving it to you that. to decide on what, what your moral compass is. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I like when artists do that. You know what I mean? And he's getting to that level to where he's able to paint pictures and really uh, kind of dial in on, I'm giving you the yin and the yang. Now you choose. You know what I mean? Whatever you think mm-hmm. about me, what you think about me, but this is why. You know, so it's two sides to a story. So I like when artists do that and just leave it up in the air and not really get overly preachy about why they did what they did. You know what I mean? That's how you said it. Uh, but then you had, like you saying, 10 Crack Commandments. We know how we can go back and forth as it goes on, man. It's like, uh, okay, maybe I can understand like where Cash coming from. But I still think like... Uh, what he's saying, the lyrics and stuff that he had into it up yeah, there, like, got some value. To it. like that, that, that got value. I get where you coming on for the beat, you know, after like hearing it for the past couple months, I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, it's just I, like, I uh, you know, I think, I mean, it has, it has his highlights in terms of just the social media aspect of everything, how he updated the commandment. So I, you know, on our quarterly review, uh, I don't know if I, ha- I can't even remember if I had him on the list, at the time or just outside. But I know you had him on the list at the quarterly uh, review of everything. And, you know, that I was like, yo, man, I'm listening to 10 more Crack Commandments and that shit just is like a head slap. But this one, it had to grow on me. And it grew on me. You know what I mean? I'm not as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I ain't got as much to say about it. But, you know, it has its highlights. You know what I mean? It's definitely a not a skip trap by no means to be able to have the balls to do that. I got to give you some credit for that because not a lot of people could do 10 more crack commandments that are actively rapping. I could think of probably three to four people on, on my hand that could do that now as far as rappers that are, I won't say Benny's new, but like he's a newer wave that can kind of carry that torch. Maybe him, Conway, and and Push, if Push ever wanted to do that. I, that's something I thought Push would have done long time ago. Yeah, but long time ago, yeah. You know, it is. And then you is. got uh, Throwy's Revenge, which, man, uh, throws like a uh, way he kind of has to speed up. The 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 production mm-hmm. on this yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a little bit more up, upbeat and it kind of sped up, changed up his flow, where he had to, uh, you know, his to match the sound. And it, this was showing like his, uh, you know, his versatility his on yeah. the track and his versatility. And like, yeah, and I just like the way he showcased it and it did the, and he just flowed on the beat, man. I, I thought that was like just adding more to, you know, showing that he ain't just like kind of boxing in, even though Tanner Talk 4 is the street type album. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of how he's been having these. So, uh, yeah, Thor's Revenge on there. Then you had uh, Buster Nick. Uh, 
<laughs> where he said like no love songs I kept it gangster 24-7 yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and when he was calling out everybody else in the industry just saying yeah. like hey you did it you did it that, this way I didn't have to do it that way I didn't you have know, to I, make a love song that. I didn't have to go pop yeah just so yeah. you remember <laughs> do remember <laughs> uh and then you had Mr. Chow, Mr. Child's How, yeah, Mr. Child, yeah. whatever. This this joint. Uh he spoke on the, the Houston thing again on this one, mm-hmm. right? And yep. uh <laughs> what he said, spent your down payment at Mr. Child's on a Tuesday. Now that's a feast. <laughs> so yeah, when he, hey, when boy. he and then uh he at the end of this song, like he was breaking it down, you know, the whole situation uh of Griselda, he said, uh they say West. West is the brains and Benny is the star. Conway is the silliest with the bars. Well, I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have been kind of pitting them against each other. They they noticing that business, the business side of it. Uh, Conway is at at the map. Uh, Benny has his own little thing, and it, and I think this all started around that that conflicted movie. You know, around about that time frame, they started noticing how everybody was doing their doing own, their own uh, thing. side of business naturally. You know, they're yeah, all these separate artists. I, I love how they always come back and address it, though, and, you know, kind of saying, like, hey, man, we can all be, do this and make continue to make money and continue, but Griselda is still here. We're still yeah, together. We so, are all men, you know what I mean? And I think that's dope, too, because you have to expand. There's other people you may want to put on. Like, they they forget, like, yo, we not going to... If if any team blows up like they, they have, they got their own peoples too. You know what I mean? Like you can't assume that it's just going to be them three together all the time. Like they got their peoples that want to be put on that they rock with. And it's only natural for businessmen and artists to, to evolve. And you want to get the Rick Hides of the world and the, uh, you know, Seb the genius, Chase skis, uh, you know, uh, you know, just a whole host of other, you know, stove God cooks, I believe is rocking with them now. So, you know, it's just like 38 special. They've always been, you know, kind of tight as far as just always doing music together. So who I, I really don't care who's the best out of Griselda. You know, they all do something that I enjoy. Well, I like every last one of them for different reasons. So really no, no comparison to me, but you know, I get it. That's, that's the, that's what we do in the rap shit. We compare. Okay, you got anything else to add on that album? No, no, no. Uh, I think we summed it up together, man. Just top to bottom, I, I enjoy this album a lot, man. Like I could put, I could put this on on any mood, and I'm gonna let it rock out. You know what I mean? But this it all starts. I ain't gonna lie to you about this cash. I ain't gonna lie to you at all. He could have just had Johnny P. Caddy on there, and I would have said this the whole fucking album. Like this, this shit is amazing. <laughs> Like it, it, it kind of got a little cheat code at the beginning, man. I, I, I really do appreciate that song. And I, I you said it could have been song. just Johnny P's Caddy, and you would have let it rock. Listen, man, like it, it's it's that cold. It, it it is that cold, man. So I'm not even I'm not even mad at you at that uh, that assessment, bro. To be honest with you, man. To be honest with you, man. So yeah, man. I th- I think that kind of wraps up uh, everything on Benny, man. We really do appreciate the album. Um, really love, you know, how it pushed everything. I like that he kind of ventured out with the uh, the ten car- another ten crack commandments. Bold. You know, added very to bold, it. very yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, hey, man. I-, I think it's good. I mean, people initially went there, and I I, I just remember the initial reaction was like, well, it- it's the internet anyway, man. It's it's 
everybody's going to have a bad take or something like that. It seems like, you know, can't really appreciate, but Tana Talk. Tana Talk was supposed to be the street music. It wasn't, if you was coming there expecting you know, like, uh, what was the one he did with Hit Boy or whatever, like, it, you, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, where right? it had a more balanced feel to it. Like, this, if you listen, mm-hmm. like, you, if you expected something else from Tana Talk, then what you got, then that's your fault as a listener. Yeah, 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 yeah. So number one, man. All right, take How about it away. you go with your number one? I want to hear your number one first. Let's let's hear your number. Why one. you want to hear my number one first? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll happily go. Let me scroll to my man Vince Staples, man. Vince Staples with the number one. Ramona Park broke my heart. I yo. People, I, I I can't I can't get enough of this. I can't get enough of this project where Vince is in his bag. Like people, I think people sleep on Vince because he just puts out music, then he goes away, then he comes back. Next thing you know, he has a a commercial on on the NBA Finals. Like, like he and then the personality and everything, and then the raps when it matches, man. Like that's just like the perfect perfect mix, man. So uh, Ramona broke my heart, man. You know, um, free the homies, a free the homies, man. That's 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 my jam. Like my wife has gotten, like I've I've gotten on her nerves with that song. Like I play that shit all the time, man. And um, you know, I don't know about y'all, and when y'all listen to music or music on the West Coast that has that bounce, you know what I mean. I'm an East Coast dude doing through, and I uh, spent some time on the West Coast, man. But man, some of, some of this music on here, man, I have no gang affiliations, but I can't lie, y'all, in private. I might be seat walking, you know. I might, I may be doing a little little gangster boogie to this every now and then, uh, especially uh, a free the homies. That that's my jam, like I said on there. But he really kind of dives a little bit more deeper into a lot of other stuff on on the project as well. Um, he has he has joints that are good for the springtime, summer man, and then he has joints where he's he's rapping, but it's not like he slowed it down a bit, man. Like you know, um, you know. When Jay was like, I um, I want lyrically, I want to be Talib, you know, Kali that whole. Kali. But I've been ain't rhyming. Yeah. I've been ain't been rhyming like, Kali. yeah, yeah, that whole. Okay. Listen to a lot of rap, y'all. Lyrically, so I want to be like Talib, Kali, or either Common Sense, but I paid ninety nine mil name eight. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how my man. That's kind of how my man Vince is rapping now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He's really rapping to the point of where he's doing different deals and he's doing different things. So much shit behind the scenes that like I could really hear it and I could really hear like the freedom um, in the music, man. And I I enjoy it. Um, He has a lot of these these series in his projects to to where he's talking about where he's from and just really kind of bringing you into that. And I don't think. you know, Kendrick and, and TDE, they do a good job of bringing you into where they're from, whether it be, you know, where J-Rock's from or whether it be where, where um, you know, Schoolboy Q's from. Like, they bring you into that zone. I think that he does that every single time he names these these projects, specifically an area and where he grew up or spent time uh, coming up. And, you know, how he chooses to tackle it is in a very witty way. You know what I mean? So I enjoy it every single time I hear it. Um, let this when the sparks fly. That's another dope joint. He has a joint with uh, Ty Dolla Sign on here called Lemonade. That's a fire. Like just laid back. Like this sounds like I ain't been to LA in a minute, but this sounds like um, you know Long Beach, LA, and you know I know those are two different areas. I'm not from there, y'all. Don't don't kill me. Uh, but you know those are dope. And then of course the joint he got with uh, Mustard called Magic. 
Like this whole this whole shit slide. This whole shit slide from top to bottom. I got nothing bad to say about it. I am I play it almost weekly since it dropped. You know what I mean? And that's that's been for quite some time here. And I know Prez, he you got your thing to say about uh this Vince Staples and how it's so poppy and 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 this, that, and the third, but you know, sometimes for me that's my bag. Like you if you can make a um an album that's not necessarily so I won't say not lyrical driven, but like if you when you start making songs like this, that's when I have like a really, really, really big appreciation for artists because it's so hard to 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 walk that line in terms of oh, this motherfucker done went commercial. Like we always want artists to be what we heard them as and what we first fell in love with them as. And I think I like the evolution of Vince Staples throughout his whole entirety. You know what I mean? And you know, if you ever watch the interview from him. And anything like that, like you'll know, he probably don't even give a fuck about this. He's like, really? You, you know, he probably would say, really? You think this much about my music? You know what I mean? I think he would think that way. But uh, you know, this is like right up my alley, man. In terms of just tackling every area, you know what I mean? In a, a good way, in terms of the song structure of everything. Like, I can't, I can't say enough good things about the song structure and how this album just flows. I'm glad you feel that way. Appreciate you being able to articulate that very well. And uh, sounds know, good, right? Sometime oh, always <laughs> got sometime oh six. Always have yeah. sometime oh six. Can't take that shit back. I got it. Nope. The streams <laughs> count the same. They count the same. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, uh, he made that. Obviously, it was for you. Uh, <laughs> summertime oh six was for me too. It just you know it just shows how diverse my palette is. But I digress. Yeah, man, I like, but I I do like how we've been on this list. You know, we had, uh, I mean, none of this, like, we we did not discuss this at all before this, I'm telling y'all. Uh, so how our list kind of landed at the same on two of the ones with the Pusha T, number six, and then, you know, at Benny, number one, but then <laughs> I, I, Benny, number two, but our number ones being so far off from each other. <laughs> the person I got wasn't on your list, the person you had, Ain't on my list at all. Like and I know, I know who it is, and I'm not gonna be mad. I think I know who it is. Like we ain't mentioned. Wait, let me guess. Is it? Is is it Future? Hell yes. And I'm not a Future fan. <laughs> oh, I'm not shit. a Future fan. I can oh, tell you right shit. now. Like I like. I always I'm like. I know he sold. I know he go there. I like a song here and there, but I like as far as like liking a whole album, a whole project from Future. Yeah, honestly, it's like it's. Really, I I haven't loved all, any of his previous projects, but when this came out, man, I was like, I, it's no denying like all these songs as I played it and going through like you you want to find something something wrong with it, and I could not find anything wrong with this, and I couldn't like you know I was like, well, why do I like? It's just good music, and sometimes that's all it is. It's just good music, man, and it's just <laughs> if we if we had fifteen tw- twenty, I don't know where he would land. If we had another ten. But he would be in he'd be he would be in there because this ESTG Earth Game, yeah. when I'm in the gym, like I'm listening to those guys. So like my 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 streams will probably tell a lie because you know go consistently. But uh yeah, like I, I puffing on Zooties, uh both of the Drake yeah. collabs. So yeah, let me go in these, man. Yeah, it's it's 22 songs or uh hour like hour and uh, eight minutes. Uh so for 7 12 p.m. he just comes on there with that nice 
little sound and you know holds that throughout i'm that nigga keep it uh burning featuring uh kanye west uh for a nut with uh with gunna and young thug uh puffing on zooties gold stacks wait wait for you with drake uh love you better massaging me chickens with estg that one probably like my favorite song on here yeah so, that's, that's a tote now uh, and what i said earlier about that estg you see him showing up here as well like I can't mm-hmm. wait for this next album, but go ahead, go ahead. My bad, my bad. And then uh, Voodoo with Kodak, and you know, it's just that's that's if I'm directing you to something, those would be the ones I'm kind of directing you to. Uh, but I'm telling you, throughout this, like I, I I rarely hear the skip twenty two songs. You know what we didn't previously said about long albums, but they, they, I think people are starting to figure it out. They're curating it a lot better, Cash. Yeah, these yeah. are they taking their time. They taking their time with it, man. Because again, like you said, uh, you know, I, we we didn't mention Chris Brown or that like that, but just like even in the R and B space, like was, these guys are coming with it. You know what I mean? And you could literally, I think, it's conditioning me to just like, okay, if it's thirty one songs, I'm not expecting thirty one songs to be a masterpiece. I'm think I'm just thinking like, yo, if majority of this shit slap. Then that's a feat in itself, like to be able to keep my attention mm-hmm. for that. And um, when I start listening to it at the crib while I'm cleaning, doing whatever I'm doing, and then I take it to the gym and I listen to the rest of it. If the shit ride throughout the whole time, I gotta come back and say, you know what, that, yeah. that long album shit. I was saying it can be done. It can be done. It's just not gonna <laughs> be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just gotta be. I just you know, it just I just gotta. I just got to speak on it from when it happens for certain albums, you know what I mean? And say, all right, you know, you know, I can't generalize this. And that's kind of where I'm at. I can't generalize long, short albums. If it's effective and it has replay value, it's going to win out at the end of the day. So there goes my uh, RRR um, critical analysis of us being hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like you know how I say Johnny P's caddy, you know, constantly come back to have uh all the replay value. That'd be this whole damn album, man. Like I once I play it, like I'm I'm listening through this thing through and through. And then that's the goal, like I said, for that my top three albums was pretty much that way, but this one more than the other ones, like I I think. And much as I wanted to push Kodak up here and I I really liked that album you know it was just like being honest with myself and what what's going through it like this is it and I've always been around the people who've been like kind of champion future and I feel like I can always like like I say pick it apart and stuff like this I can't yeah. I can't find no flaws with this one and <laughs> give it up to you future has won me over on this like hey this is it this is a great album I, I like it a lot too man it's just it just didn't make my 10 but I, hey, I thought we was gonna have more arguments and debates here, but I, 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 I don't, you know, I, I say as number one, that is a surprising one to you, as much as you. I thought Kodak would have been, uh, your number one or Dirt or maybe the Malls Monday. I thought you would have went crazy and went with Malls Monday as number um one, and I would have been like, what? <laughs> you know that one? I would have been like, yo, I know you've been talking about this album, but you ain't been talking about it like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh. But yeah, man, I think uh, these, uh, you know, two lists that we we had some of the same artists on there, two, three, four, maybe five, uh, half the list the same, but the other half is is a little bit different. Uh, do you attribute your your more of your southern influence on on this last year 
um, to you being back in the States and actually being out and about? Oh, yes. <laughs> because for a while there, I thought you was like, I thought, you know, that was balancing us out because, you know, I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm heavily East Coast influenced anymore over over time, but of course that's where I'm naturally going to gravitate to. So I'm like, damn, why is Prez liking all the same shit I like? You know what I'm saying? Like he normally going to come with a, you know, some random off the wall. I think it's cash. You know, truthfully, I think it's because like where we was at. You know, like we go up there, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the things that they do in New York. I feel like. You know, it's it's hot down here. We come inside when it rains a little bit and stuff like that. But we out majority of the damn time. We out in the back. So like all these little songs that sounds like good in the house and stuff like this, where I was in Germany, we cold wet all the fucking time. So like hoodie, hoodie, yeah, mother, hoodie season. Way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you always got that little that little uh, attitude with you. Yeah, because it's cold as shit when you step out the cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you kind of gravitate towards that sound a little bit more, but then like, nah, man, I'm hot. Shorts, that's a good time, man. But it was some, some good. <laughs> Why are you so upset? So, so, Why are you talking about the struggle? Why are you talking about the struggle, dog? God damn, like it's that tough. You know, you had. I know you had to pitch dimes and nicks. I mean, goddamn, I'm tired of hearing about this. Shit. I know what you're talking about, man. Like now that like. Now that I'm back at the States and, you know, I get to, you know, I'm riding around and, and doing like just because I've been gone for a while. You know what I mean? I, I'm i not trying to ride to like hard shit in the summertime where everybody's out and about, you know, the sundress is out and about the booties is jiggling. I'm married, but, you know, I got eyes. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm meeting up with some of my old homies. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we at different bars and shit like that. Like, I'm not trying to hear certain people in that environment. And it's giving me more appreciation for the guys that uh, do make that type of music because that type of music is definitely necessary as well as the music that um, that's at my core of what I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of just the bars and, and um, you know, so. So yeah, as you were saying, like the diversity that we kind of had on the the, the structure, uh, I, I gave you a little insight into like how I was doing it. I had a super long list of albums, everybody. Like I knew what I what I listened to, but I gave everything a fair shake again. I was like, I've I've been locked in for the past two weeks, right, you know, right. listening to all these albums again. And uh, you know, if, if something kind of sneaked it, snuck in, I let it snuck in. But I, I truly evaluated off like, you know, giving everything a good solid listen again. Where would it really fall? How is it standing up to all these other ones? And you know, and that's part why I had to be a little honest with myself, too. Like you're saying, like, I, you know, I listen to that Kodak a lot. And I was like, you thought that was going to be like my number one. But I'm saying if I'm listening to it and I'm listening at this and I'm like, nah, man, this is this you have, really you, is a little bit better. Do you have uh, some of the people that were I mean, I guess you can, you can just go off the top of my head. I mean, you ain't got to go by your list if you unless you have your list prepared. Who Who's on the outside looking in? You know what I mean? What a. What are the, you know, we always do this, you know what I mean? The who who's on the outside. I know for sure Earth Gang, Ghetto Guys. And I know how how I reviewed it and I said, but like that album growing on me a little bit. Uh man, the Corday, man. Like I really had high hopes for Corday and stuff like this, man. But it's just been so much good music that it came out. But I felt like when his came in February, it was great too. And when I go back and listen to it, it's just like, man, it's it's good. But compared to the other ones, it's just it's just not. I, I can't 
I be trying to cheat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, Earth Game. Uh, I think the Dreamville one for me is one that was the tough Dreamville, to, to leave the Dreamville out. Dreamville one. That um, one was tough. Uh, the, I forget the RJ Payne album, but it has like Nino Brown on the cover. Uh, that mm. was one of the ones um, that I was considering. It was like, uh, yeah, man, like he just does a freaking great job painting those type of those pictures and just being very creative, mm-hmm. you know, as to if Nino Brown would have survived. So if if y'all into that, yeah, I think I if think cocaine check, could talk seven. If cocaine could talk oh. seven, yeah. So that yep. that's one that um, I left off in terms of. Um, just albums. Two chains. I know you said you didn't like the two chains. Uh, uh, don't don't sell itself. Uh, but I I, I really like the two chains. Uh, I, uh, the Vlad TV. The last song on there. Like I said, I think that's kind of how he took him out of his trap and actually went into the, the more East Coast type of sound with it and got that. So I, I really like that one. Um, man, it's a lot, man. It was a lot of music. I don't, I don't can I? I'm gonna go find this text I sent you when I was like saying like here go all the albums. It was a lot. Yeah, while you while you doing that, I'll probably say another one, um, two that are guilty pre- not guilty pleasure listens. As if I don't want nobody to know I listen to them, but just every time I listen to them, I'm upbeat. Uh, I'm enjoying what they're doing. It's Fabio Foreign's Bible. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, Smoke Dizza, and Big Crit came out with a project called Full Court Press. I enjoyed that mm-hmm. a lot. Like there's like four four songs on there that. Like I, I I wore I didn't wore out you know what I mean so, on that so when I sent this to Cash it was called I said the hardest mid year list to narrow ever had Dirt Kodak Malls Monday Future Benny Earth Gang Fife Crit R J Payne Two Chains Yo Gotti Corday Dreamville Kendrick Pusha T I know Nego Vince Staples Fabio Forty Two Doug and ESTG and one more I wanted to. Um, ad for for me, Elza, Elza, mm-hmm. that one for me, Zygeist, uh, with uh, Georgia and Muldrow on the production. So that was one that I really, really still enjoy. Um, but those, you know, I probably got fifteen. I, I don't know if I quite have a twenty piece. Um, if I had to make a twenty piece, but I know I got a solid fifteen to where I can be like, yo, you, 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 you can go go check these out if you haven't gotten to them. So. Uh, those are my honorable mentions of just some of the joints that, you know, that just, man, just didn't make the cut when it kind of comes to making just 10. Hey, and then I want to like all the albums that we talked about and all the artists that we just mentioned and just anybody who's been putting out in 2022 has been a great year, man. I'm, I'm glad that we have this many songs to actually kind of choose from. I know like uh, it started picking up last year, but I mean, that, that, that little portion where we had like without a lot of, music kind of being produced because of COVID and stuff like this. I'm glad that we're out of that little hump and now everybody's getting back on. And uh, uh, I think 2022 is going to go down. It's like one of the, like it's looking like a great year for music, man. One of the better years for rap and hip hop all together, man. Uh, and we already know how the stature of hip hop and kind of elevated within the United States. And it's like the number one pop of music it is. But now you have these people putting out, and it's it, you know what else? Like ever since I said that, like it's crazy, you know, like everything used to go platinum back in the day when you actually had to go buy it. Now nothing goes platinum because you're on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. But this is the number one genre. But I feel like you know sales wise and stuff like that. They could have been making more money back in the day. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree, man. Um, 
you know, but like these these acts are torn like a mug. You know what I mean? They're always on somebody's stage, always on somebody's festival. Um, I, I can't wait to to get out and about to the different conference uh, conference uh, concerts that swing through. Uh, you know, here in VA, where I'm at right now. So uh, I know I got Pusha T lined up for September, uh, October. I'm kind of considering going to that. October 15th. Be yeah, here, so I'm going. Yeah, to I never, one. I never been to a as as big of a fan. He and my, yeah, he, yeah, I know he and my my personal top ten list as far as just ever. So I'm I'm excited to to go to that, see what type of show he delivers. I'm not sure, so um, that would be my I first time. I just hit time. up Ness. Hopefully, Ness stick with it, and me and Ness go to that one. Okay, so, so push and then uh, Kendrick, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, mm-hmm. so. Um, there's quite a few people I would love. Tyler, the creator, we didn't mention him, but like I still would love to see him in concert because uh, his show looks like it's, it's a blast. And uh, you know, I try, I want to try to, you know, go to a Dirt concert too. I want to see what that's like. You know what I mean? As far as the, the younger guys that are doing it and stuff like that, and and maybe you know catch Cole if Cole is still still torn. So, but yeah, I got a got a lot lined Can you up. Playing man. basketball still in Canada. Ah, uh, nah, man. Nah, you know Cole just come out just to try out and do his thing and then he dip. Like, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> he just dip for a little. He just go in, play a few games, and he don't even play a full season. So I don't know what's going on with Cole, but, you know, whatever. You know, chase your dreams, brother. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to come back with our indie list that that'll kind of round us out a little bit. But uh, let us know y'all top 10. Go ahead and put us in the comments below. You know, put us on. Put us on, messed yeah. up and everything. Uh, and, uh, I mean, <laughs> went a little different than you probably had imagined, you know, with our number ones and stuff going up there. But uh, tell us if you agree, disagree on it. Uh, tell us who we left out. It's what we enjoy. So, yeah. I'll repeat, this is what we enjoy. I want all the smoke, but at the end of the day, I'm going to hit you with it simply, this is my list. Give me yours. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. I don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. But this is just, you know. Yeah, you're not gonna like. I, I'm not gonna sway your opinion completely and say if you had something number one, it shouldn't change up. It's what you listen to. It's what you. you it's what I listen to the most, and I know <laughs> what I listen to the most, and what I, you know, is. It, it, but we had to put them in number order because you know we got to be entertaining, right? You know what I mean? We yeah. gotta give some type of intrigue. If we would take away all of that, then y'all wouldn't say shit. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, give us y'all, y'all, y'all top ten, and um, you know, provide links and all that, and we'll definitely go check out. I, I love to be late to the party on dope ass music, so uh, I'm I'm never one above it. Even though we, you know, review this stuff every single week, there's shit we miss. There is dope shit we miss from indie artists or. Just artists, just music in general. It's just too much music out there. So, yeah, let's not be so combative. You, let's, let's, let's 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 share. Let's share. Speaking of late to the party, if this is your first time checking us out here on Don't Sleep on the Couch, uh, go ahead subscribe uh, on our audio portion on our YouTube wherever you're gonna find us. Uh, and uh, yeah, just know that we give this back like uh, four times out of the year. We do it uh, every quarter. Uh, got the mid year and the end of the year, probably our biggest ones that we kind of do. But this is strictly, you know. This ain't our regular segment and how it's kind of stitched out. Cash, you want to tell them? I know I said we didn't care about them at the beginning, like, but like you, you know, we really care. We always uh, welcoming new people into uh, our uh, our show. So, can you tell them what we are? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, do? we do music, sports, on regular, right? Music, sports, entertainment. 
uh, things that happen within, um, you know, black culture each and every week, entertainment type stuff. So uh, we'll also interview independent artists or just artists, artists in general that have uh, dope music that we want you guys to kind of know a little bit more about, hopefully sell themselves to you and you go check out their music, buy their music, stream their music, share their music. So that's what we do each and every week. You know, we just try to put on for the culture and for people that uh, are, are, you know, like-minded individuals. And, you know, like I said, this is all started to share music and talk about sports. Like that's, that's what me and him talk about each and every week. So even if we wasn't doing a podcast, we would still be doing the same thing. <laughs> so it, it wouldn't change. So <laughs> it, it wouldn't change. We still be, it'd probably be, and the, those, I, w- I wish we could capture some of those talks where we just be uh, like unfiltered, but you know, for, for just saving you guys time, you know what I mean? A headache. We are more structured on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's a little bit about us, man. Y'all go like, share, subscribe. That's the biggest thing that you guys can do. And uh, last but not least, shout out to our Patreon uh, folks. It's, there's too many to name. Uh, so we, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. If you're interested in, in rocking with our Patreon, it's www.patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. Um, now that I'm kind of a little bit semi-settled uh, here and we're on the same uh, time zone, President and I, we're going to be hopping on for random things. You know what I mean? The NBA, you know, KD just did what he did. You know what I'm saying? So it's 4th of July. So we, you know, we really, the weekend, we ain't hop on on that. But you can look forward to more stuff to where we go live and we start talking about stuff on YouTube or, or our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram at don't sleep underscore uh, net. That's what it is, right? Yep. Don't yeah. at don't sleep underscore net on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on those, and you never know when we may go live and just start chopping it up. Yeah. Yep. All right, then. With that said, man, everybody have a happy Fourth of July. All right. Yep. Peace, man. Out. Enjoy. Enjoy. Don't don't uh, pull a, a JPP. Not JPP. No, JPP. Don't, don't pull man, a JPP. He still had a good career after that. Though. He had a good yeah. career after that. And that with just goes to show you, man. Yeah, just go to show you with eight fingers, he better than people with ten. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> we out, man. We out. Yep. All right.